Thank you for joining today's webinar, Work From Anywhere with Cisco, hosted by VoIP First Media, your go-to resource for making informed VoIP decisions. We encourage you to ask questions throughout the presentation by clicking on the question mark icon on the left-hand side of your screen. Please don't be shy. This webinar will be recorded and posted to VoIPFirstMedia.com website following today's session. To adjust the layout of your screen, please click on the icon in the lower right-hand corner. I would like to welcome our speaker today, Chuck Fanuff, Channel Specialist with Call Tower. Thank you for joining us today, Chuck. The floor is yours. Awesome, Karen. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm going to be covering uh, our Cisco product here. Um, if you're just hearing my voice for the first time, definitely go check out the two previous installments we've done of this uh, webinar series. We did one, the whole Call Tower offering, then we jumped into some, uh, some more team stuff. Now we're doing a uh, webinar one focused around Cisco. So definitely go check out those previous recorded webinars. I'm here from the, uh, the call tower side. My director of marketing loves to remind me I only have 30 minutes. I tend to be a little long-winded here. I, I might take 45, but that will still give us plenty of time for questions here at the end. Our agenda is pretty straightforward, right? How are we going to leverage Cisco and call tower? What is Cisco HCS? to talk about the Cisco WebEx Unified Platform, and then a topic you've seen throughout the whole webinar series, what is the, the call tower advantage? But before we jump into this too far, I want to push a poll out to the, uh, the crowd here. Are you currently using Cisco? Are you familiar with it? What sort of familiarity do you have with the Cisco offering? Awesome, just give people a little bit of time there. But here we're gonna jump kind of into what is Cisco and how are we helping on the call tower side of things. But to take it from the very top, Cisco is currently the, uh, the largest um, base of handsets globally, right? No one's producing more handsets. No one has more handsets out in corporate locations, out in these enterprise level customers than Cisco has. They have about 500K seats use Cisco Call Manager today. There's over 1 million organization or 1 million on-prem seats of organizations with less than 500 users. So Cisco did a really good job. They got themselves out in these big companies. They got themselves out in these small companies. Did a great job of getting these awesome devices out throughout the whole market here. But what they're finding now is those on-prem deployments, those aren't great for the modern businesses. And they're leaning on partners like Call Tower, like they have going all the way back to 2002 to help them get their customers from those on-prem deployments into the cloud. Cisco and Call Tower, we've been partners, like I said, since 2002. We're operating in the 12.5 HCS version, which is just a fancy way of saying we have the most up-to-date HCS software from Cisco. As you can see, we do have a lot of legacy customers still running our uh, Cisco Unified Call Manager version 10.5. The big project here at Call Tower is getting all of those cloud legacy Cisco customers into that newest version of HCS from Cisco, something we've been working on this year and next year and something we're really excited about. We've been doing CCAS integrations or contact center as a service since 2010 with Cisco. Really to sum all this up, I, I think our marketing team does a great job with this graphic. 
the two things I'm exciting to, excited to see that just got added to this graphic is our contact center functionality in kind of the top right-hand corner. Then the bottom right-hand corner, we're adding a ton of Meraki gear. So if you're your IT person or if you already have Meraki in place, no reason to rip and replace that. We love working with that equipment. There's also the Cisco HCS and then the managed voice continuity of our Cisco deployment. Don't forget about WebEx and definitely don't forget about those uh, Cisco devices that are out on pretty much every desk the last uh, 10 years or so out there. To hit on some roadmap items from the, the call tower and Cisco side of things, you can see we added our Meraki. WebEx and Teams is now called WebEx Calling. They dropped that Teams name. You will see some cross-branding throughout the PowerPoint. Anytime I'm talking WebEx Teams, I'm talking the newest user interface from Cisco. They've renamed it about three times in the last year, but it's the same great technology behind the scenes and that same great Cisco name developing a uh, user interface for both soft phone collaboration and of course WebEx meetings plugs into that very, very well. We also added our uh, contact center that I said I was really excited about, but where we're really focusing on quarter two and this current upcoming second half of the year is we wanna focus around CRM integrations with Cisco and getting our full implementation streamlined for these Cisco deployments. We're trying to get it as simple as, you know, the, the customer can almost integrate these themselves because it's a really easy user interface. What we're trying to expand to long-term is get our Cisco deployment out globally, reach into more countries, expand our emergency services. You'll see this on almost every single cloud-based phone company's roadmap because a lot of uh, regulating bodies, Congress, the Senate, right? They're pushing a lot of different bills focused around E911 services, want to make sure we're ahead of that so we're staying compliant with the latest, you know, um, guidelines that are out there. We're also trying to uh, do integrations, get the two biggest players in the industry. How do you get your Cisco handsets to work with your cloud-based Microsoft Teams deployment? That's something that we're working on in the second half of this year. Big things kind of coming on the Cisco roadmap. CRM integrations are something we get a ton of different questions about. A big new addition, right? We talked about devices, what's coming to Cisco. These new devices are also coming. What we've been finding is people have been working remote or in some sort of hybrid functionality for the, the last year. What we're really seeing is these Cisco devices are starting to outsell handsets because people like soft phone deployments. They like the flexibility of having their Cisco phone system on their iPhone, their laptop, and oftentimes a headset works great with those sort of deployments. So really to jump more into what is Cisco HCS and how does Call Tower actually get involved on this side of things, what we're doing is creating a comprehensive Cisco platform for people that are small business, you know, middle grade enterprise or large enterprise. The big reason a lot of smaller companies couldn't get into this award-winning Cisco phone system is the cost of entry, right? The, the barrier to spin up one of these 100K upfront starting fees from Cisco is crazy for a small business. So what we're able to do through the flexibility of HCS 
is do these multi-tenant deployments or do dedicated instances depending on what your company needs for compliance, security. But keep in mind, these multi-tenant deployments, they're just as secure as the dedicated instances. They just don't quite have as much customability as the dedicated ones do. So rather than having to go out and take on this huge cost, your company yourself, we can spread those costs across three or four or even five or six companies, making this a much cheaper deployment for your organization, but giving you that world-class Cisco phone system that only used to be available for the large enterprises that could afford that barrier of entry, if you will. Cisco likes to say that because of this HCS deployment, they're now building the world's most extensive cloud calling platform because they're getting in companies of all sizes where a lot of other cloud-based deployments, they have their sweet spot, either small or large. Cisco is really happy they're able to help with both of those style deployments. So to kind of break this down a little bit further, right? There's hosted Cisco HCS, and then there's that Cisco calling with HCS. The way I kind of keep them separate in my head is call tower, we're getting involved, but what is different is the Cisco WebEx calling with HCS has that soft phone application available. A lot of organizations, they might not be ready to make that jump to soft phones, no problem. We have a great deployment for them, some great offerings. Let's just take that on-prem Cisco system, move the servers to the cloud for redundancy purposes and not change that end user experience. Other companies, they're ready to hop in and do a full soft phone deployment, take their WebEx meetings deployment and get that integrated with their phone system. We understand that can be a big jump for a lot of companies and that's exactly why we offer both here, right? They're both secure, reliable calling platforms, but some of them might be a halfway jump. Other companies, they're ready to go all the way to Cisco calling with HCS. So really we have flexible deployments. We can even get you on sort of a half step with Cisco HCS. Some end users start to want soft phones. They start to want to integrate with their WebEx meetings app. We can definitely help them out and kind of give you a, a hybrid deployment, if you will. So to dive into the, the WebEx teams or what they've renamed it now, the WebEx calling with HCS app, it looks a lot like a lot of other soft phones on the market, but it's built by Cisco. So the encryption, the raw liability, the user interface expertise they have are all there. Don't forget about the enterprise grade telephony feature set that Cisco has really made themselves known for. Messaging, conferencing, and even visual voicemail all appear inside of this one app, really simplifying things for your end users. So now that we have Cisco calling kind of taken out of the, the equation, right? What Cisco's offering there is the ability to pair your voice services with your contact center as a service. Rather than again, going out and spending a huge amount of money to roll out a on-prem contact center, Cisco feels it's a faster deployment, it's faster to upgrade, it's way more cost effective, and you're able to improve your flexibility, operational efficiency, as well as the consistent end user experience, whether they're in the office or working remote. And a big thing Cisco's always kind of pride themselves around is high security and control. So as a new generation of customers, as a 
maybe people don't want to call into your customer support line all the time. Maybe they want to chat with you or message you on your website. You have to start be thinking of those omni-channel sort of deployments. Cisco's thinking ahead. They're thinking of their, their CCAS, getting both your unified communication and your contact center, get those both in the cloud, get them communicating with each other and really simplifying things from an end user perspective and getting that customer experience, right? Your customer experience be better, more efficient, as well as giving you know the highest security and control that Cisco always prides themselves on. So to hit on the, the Meraki side of things, right? The ability to get next gen Wi-Fi, the ability to deploy Wi-Fi across, you know, flexible workspaces. Um, Cisco calls them digital workspaces, right? How are you getting people both in the office and people remote, a secure encrypted um, Wi-Fi connection? Meraki is a great way to do that. You don't have to rip and replace any Meraki devices you have. You can kind of pull them in from a, an old school deployment, pull them into a truly cloud-based deployment and make it really easy for even like it says, challenging indoor environments or even you know outdoor environments, a lot of flexibility there. So to dive into Cisco WebEx, right? One of the, the leading meeting uh, producers and producing uh, applications out there, Cisco WebEx is hosting about as many meetings as any other software out there. The only thing really starting to rival at this point is maybe Microsoft Teams or uh, maybe more people are chatting inside of Slack but Cisco WebEx has really made a, a great name for themselves. There's a lot of things that fall under this WebEx cloud or this WebEx platform, if you will. There's meetings, there's calling, there's that Teams collaboration app, that WebEx team app. Don't forget about Contact Center I talked about. Devices and a big one for a lot of organizations are other cloud integrations, right? People like uh, Zoom, Slack, Microsoft Teams, right? How do I integrate my Cisco WebEx into those environments? Something that we're, we're working on is coming out very, very soon here, as you've seen with the, uh, the roadmap I kind of started this presentation with. It's got a global backbone, great for organizations that have remote offices uh, kind of across the world. It is hybrid, right? So you have on-prem devices, you also have cloud-based devices, giving you a ton of flexibility there. It's honestly more capable than ever, right? They've been constantly developing this. WebEx has been out for a long time. It's been put through the test, right? On both a security side, on a user interface side. It's able to do things with uh, intelligence on their full display, do facial recognition and voice activated assistance, right? Cisco was doing collaboration before a lot of companies even got into this space. They've had a lot of time to build out this feature functionality set. They're able to do things that they find are user-friendly and intuitive. I think this WebEx app has definitely come a, a long way in the last you know, 10 years it's been out there. They've just had more development time than other organizations that just got into this space. Again, like some of their competitors out there that security was an afterthought. Security was something that they, um, you know, only did because of, you know, bad publicity or something like that. Security is built into the DNA of Cisco. It's what they've always prided themselves on before when they were just a, a small company in San Francisco or when they were, you know, getting kicked out of Stanford for uh, using their own technology. 
and trying to sell it to the open market, right? Cisco's had a great story. I really feel like they've come from an area where they were focused around security first. They've now kind of got to, we have the security handle. We have our end-to-end -end encryption handled. Now we're building out the best collaboration apps out there. We're building out the best user interface for both your users, your IT team, and executives that have to kind of manage this deployment. It's really becoming a lot easier. And Cisco sums this up with their nice little um, diagram here at the bottom. But end-to-end -end encryption, compliance, visibility is huge, right? A lot of organizations are getting pulled in a million different cloud application directions. Really simplify this for your IT team, get visibility across the whole organization, and don't forget about control. Cisco's always done a great job of having the admins kind of have control across the whole organization, make move ad changes, and call tower, what we do is we even simplify that further, right? We don't make you deal with the Cisco WebEx tools. We've created even simpler tools on our side of things. The Cisco WebEx difference, right? Um, I kind of hit on some of this already, right? But really what they're doing is they did true end-to-end -end encryption. They're going out and they built an encrypted collaboration video platform while a lot, of, a lot of other organizations, right, are really struggling to keep up and are constantly having bad publicity. Cisco WebEx, they know what it takes to be a highly encrypted video software, and, and they've been doing it since the very beginning. Simple, secure, cross-company collaboration, right? No collaboration platform is good if you can only chat internally with your organization or you can only do video-to-video -video meetings internally. Cisco's made it really easy for guests to join your meetings, even in a secure fashion. And again, compliance, visibility, and control, they name off a ton of different certifications. The big one you'll see is HIPAA, FedRAMP, right? SOC 2, SOC 3. These are the big ones that organizations are looking for. Don't gamble with your compliance. Go with a partner like Cisco that's been doing this for a very, very long time and go with an integrator or a handholder like Call Tower to help you make the most of that Cisco deployment. So really, the WebEx experience, right? Let's simplify everything, a complete hardware, software solution, right? They have the same user interface, whether you're joining on the soft phone on your laptop via the WebEx app or you're walking into one of those WebEx collaboration rooms, right? You know where the buttons are, everything looks the same, makes it really easy for your end users. Build bridges, not islands. Making collaboration easy through the Cisco platform, it's uh, all your file sharing, your chatting, your collaboration, your meetings, your phone system, right? All of that is being condensed under one platform, the Cisco platform. Um, cloud first, right, not cloud only. This is a big thing, right? What are you doing with those door systems, those overhead paging systems in your organization? You do need some on-prem infrastructure. Cisco does a great job of bridging the gap, right, between cloud-based and on-prem deployments. Cisco, they've been out there for a long time. You're not gonna be changing a lot of end users experience, right? If people just wanna stay with the phone on their desk, they love that reliable experience they've become known for, Cisco's winning over hearts and minds because they're not changing a lot for those end users, right? They're getting that same device they've had for the last 10 years on their desk. They're just getting a more redundant experience. If they wanna 
play around with the soft phones, if they want to make take more advantage of it, they definitely can. The reliability and security, huge topic here. And there's a reason I keep you know hitting on it with our Cisco deployment. It's really world class. Cisco's done their best job of creating a unreally it's an unreal encrypted secure platform from the very beginning why a lot of their competitors tried to focus on how do we get this out there quickly? How do we make this easy for people to collaborate? Cisco put the hard work in first and now their life isn't super easy developing these features, but they have the resources to do it while without giving up on that reliability and security aspect that their whole company is, is built around. So there's a lot of different logos out there, right? A lot of different things from Cisco. And really the way I kind of consider it is there's cloud and there's premise. And that's really all you need to know on the Cisco side of things. Cisco Jabber has been sunsetted by Call Tower simply because it's, um, it's on its last legs, right? They're focusing on Cisco WebEx and moving people in the, that new platform here. WebEx design and their app is pretty modular. We're able to do different things that other apps can't do. They're pulling in that common meeting and calling experience. Users are gonna message, call, meet, all with the same icons, right? The experience is the same, whether they're in a conference room or on their laptop or on their cell phone, they recognize this user interface, they recognize those shortcuts, and they're able to jump through the process a lot quicker than having, you know, different user interfaces everywhere. Maybe you have a standalone soft phone, a standalone meeting app, and a standalone chat. Those are three different user interfaces. Condensing them down to one deployment always is easier for your end users. So I hinted on this a little bit earlier, but this is definitely something that's really exciting in the Cisco side of things. How do we integrate with these other apps, right? Maybe I have developers that love Slack or my marketing team loves Microsoft Teams for their webinars, right? I need to integrate those different services. This is all stuff that's coming to Call Tower and coming to Cisco WebEx very, very soon. So the, the WebEx Control Hub, I, I did hint at this a little bit earlier as well. It's making things a lot easier from an admin perspective to manage single pane of glass, right? Not having to jump in multiple admin logins, multiple credentials, making things a lot easier to make day-to-day -day changes. Don't forget about onboarding, right? Onboarding gets a lot easier when you're doing it through one single plane of glass, not having to hop through multiple user interfaces, things like that. And again, making configuration of services and setting policies org-wide gets even easier when everyone's in a, a Cisco deployment. So to kind of dive the last bit of here that we haven't really talked on the Cisco side of things is let's really deep dive into the WebEx meeting features and WebEx functionality, right? Their core meeting experience is great. It's in their WebEx Teams app. Plug in your standard WebEx app. It's almost two parallel efforts from Cisco, but they wanted to make sure that no matter which direction you were coming from, you got the same experience, whether you're joining WebEx as a standalone app or you're joining it through the WebEx Teams calling app, they really wanted to give you the same experience. So they did have to double some of the work. There were, were two parallel efforts here, but it really simplified things 
for uh, end users and continues to be a, a theme Cisco wants to focus around. So you can attend your meetings and the ability to multitask and stay productive, right? You're able to have your chatting going on the side, do your file sharing on the side while having your meetings run in a separate window, right? You get a lot of flexibility there. Maybe this is a meeting you really should be on your, you know, your focus for, you really should be, you know, listen to every word that's coming out. You can kind of shut off the collaboration and just focus on the, the meeting side of things. So some end users, they like joining videos on a, uh, a soft phone. They like joining videos from a collaboration device in a conference room. Some people even like it from like a, a cell phone device. I really don't love being on video from a cell phone. I always prefer, you know, on my docking station or a more stable place, but you can join it and these people can have their preferred settings already saved. So maybe you like to join camera off with a certain background. I'm always kind of updating my backgrounds during ski season. I had some nice mountains. I just switched over to a, uh, a summer background. So a lot of different things you're able to do. Even, you know, join with your audio off if you're just listening for that call. And these settings can be saved on every single device, even if they're, they're different, right? Maybe you join with your AirPods when you're on your iPhone, but when you join from your laptop, you're joining with the, the speaker or a speaker phone device. So to hit on what's new in WebEx, right? Breakout sessions. With the changes to Cisco WebEx, users will be able to create breakout sessions. This was always a kind of a shortcomings of WebEx, right? A lot of organizations, education, um, you know, hospitals, places where they collaborate in small teams, they might have a, a big meeting and then break out for 15 minutes into smaller groups. WebEx has added that in. It's a huge thing for helping organizations collaborate more efficiently. A lot of like, you know, law firms use this, uh, different organizations to have big meetings then have smaller meetings where action items get done and then report back. I've seen this huge in organizations do a lot of training or, you know, skill building, things like that. They also added in co-host abilities. Like me and Karen are doing today, we're both sharing back and forth. Makes it easy if you're able to have multiple co-hosts, even if they're inside or outside of your organization. And then Cisco created a, a WebEx lobby, right, where people are held in the lobby. This has become a pretty standard functionality for most organizations and most people at this point. If you haven't been in the lobby in the last year for a meeting of some sort, I'm really jealous of you because I'm feeling sometimes like you spend a lot of time in these lobbies. But what Cisco's done is they've created this ability, can let certain people in, let other people out, and uh, kind of get management over your meeting rather than just sending out a link and everyone joins at once, right? Maybe me and Karen want a couple things we want to chat about before we let the customer in. We're able to do that with the WebEx lobby functionality. So I think I'm actually doing pretty good here on time, which is great. Um, the Cisco WebEx and the Call Tower and Cisco platform, there's a lot of detail there. There's a lot of different features we can jump into. And because it's cloud-based, there's a ton of functionality here. But I don't want to take a miss an advantage to tell you about the Call Tower advantage here, right? We do a lot of different things. We have a deep portfolio of offerings, right? On one side, it's the, <clears throat> excuse me, it's the Microsoft Teams functionality. It's building cloud-based Teams deployments. It's our Cisco functionality on the other side. But what ties both of these together, 
is our MetaSwitch backbone. And we've been using MetaSwitch going back years now at this point. We did a formal RFP about 12 years ago with Broadsoft and MetaSwitch. MetaSwitch won out, right? And luckily they did because if you fast forward, you know, 12 years, we've had a great experience with them as our carrier grade infrastructure. They've also done a great job of creating relationships with Microsoft and Cisco. The relationship with Microsoft actually got uh, so close that Microsoft last year in August of 2020 went out and bought MetaSwitch for $270 million cash and who knows how much in undisclosed stock options. So now here at Call Tower, what we're really focusing on is Cisco plus the other features we can do with MetaSwitch and Microsoft Teams, plus the feature and functionality enrichment we can do with that MetaSwitch platform. So it's all of these you know, individual tiles might have had to be separate providers in a traditional deployment. We're able to take all of these different things, condense them down to one vendor, and really simplify things for your organization. Where else can you get uh, the Microsoft, the MetaSwitch, and the Cisco name? under one umbrella, it's pretty difficult to find. And that's why Call Tower here has become so successful in the UCAS spaces. We're not doing a lot of the heavy lifting, right? We're letting Microsoft, MetaSwitch, and Cisco, let them do what we do best and focus on our strengths, which is cloud-based deployment, our seven different uh, geo-redundant data centers that we're hosting our customers' voice traffic on. Really, we let them go out and do the heavy lifting with things like user interface development that is a huge endeavor, you know, rolling out 500,000 uh, devices, right? Those are huge endeavors. MetaSwitch integrating with HubSpot, Salesforce, right? Not things that are really cost effective for Call Tower to take on. So we focus on what we do best, which is integrating really the three biggest backend players out there, Microsoft, MetaSwitch, and Cisco, integrating all of that into our, you know, Call Tower portfolio here. And just to kind of sum up the whole thing, right? UCAS, it's your unified communication, your chatting, your voice services. Don't forget about contact center, right? Really starting to see a lot more omni-channel deployments becoming popular. The big reason for that is there's a new generation of customers interacting with all of our customers, right? People that don't want to sit on hold for 15 minutes. They don't even want to interact with a phone system. They want to join on your website, chat you about their simple customer support issue and get a quick question back. We're able to integrate that with your unified communication. We're leaning heavily on our strategic partners. Five9, they build a great web-based cloud um, deployment for contact center, awesome supervisor functionality, but Five9 has become uh, pretty expensive, right? They're a great company with a great reputation. I kind of consider them the Ferrari of phone systems. If you need something a little bit more cost effective, but not quite as feature rich, not quite as functionality rich, we do have kind of a little bit more middle of the road offering, kind of consider it the, uh, the Honda of contacts in our systems. Super functionality, gets you from point A to point B, very reliable, but it's not gonna have all the bells and whistles that the Ferrari of phone systems has. Hitting on conference and collaboration, we talked a ton about Cisco WebEx. Um, last webinars, we've talked about our Teams collaboration. We are also able to offer CT Cloud Meeting, which is our rebranded Zoom, but it's Zoom user interface 
with the security, redundancy, the infrastructure of call tower, kind of the best of both worlds there as well. And network optimization, right? This is a huge thing for a lot of organizations. We didn't really do much of this a year ago, but a lot of organizations, they moved to the cloud during this remote work sort of year. And what they found is now that they're back in the office, their bandwidth is kind of taking a, a beating, if you will, right? It's not able to keep up with the amount of cloud-based tools they're running inside of those offices. You can always go out and grab more bandwidth and just keep throwing money at the issue, or you can start to optimize that bandwidth you already have in place. Let's prioritize things like Teams or Cisco or WebEx or SharePoint. Let's deprioritize things like Instagram, Facebook, Netflix, right? Let's not let those apps that shouldn't be taking up your bandwidth take up your bandwidth in the office. Let's really simplify things and just prioritize those apps that you want functioning perfectly, right? Uh, executives in a video conferencing collaboration, we don't want that bandwidth competing with, you know, someone streaming Netflix on their break, right? We can optimize that stuff with our CT Cloud Boost offerings. Really, it's one-stop shop, it's scalability, it's security, it's, it's the stability we're able to offer you. It's also the project management, right? You're not getting finger pointing where, oh no, that's Cisco's issue, or oh no, that's Microsoft's issue. We're strategic partners with both of those companies. When we know it's our issue, we take care of it. Even when it's their issue, we're escalating for you. We're getting you updates as quickly as we can, right? We're not waiting in line like every other Microsoft uh, customer is. We have dedicated solutions and dedicated resources at both of these organizations to really cut through red tape and streamline things for you. You're getting our US-based project managers, our US-based engineers, and our US-based support people not having to deal with you know, someone overseas or submitting support tickets and hearing back from email three days later. You can call in and talk to a live person in our corporate Utah headquarters. That's really the, the big goal and one of the things we do differently than a lot of other organizations. Really, that's uh, all the high-level stuff I, I wanted to cover today. Wanted to make sure I left plenty of time for questions here. Um, Karen, have we had any questions come in from the, uh, the audience so far, or how are we doing on the, the question and answer? I do not see any questions as of yet. Okay, great. Shy crowd today. Any questions, anything else you have, please submit them. Uh, I'm happy to help answer any questions. I'll hang out for a couple minutes here. Please submit questions and don't forget to uh, check out the last poll here. Are you looking to switch Cisco providers? Are you looking to switch telco providers? Please let us know and we'll be happy to help you with that. Awesome, Karen, thank you and your team again for having me. I love working with VoIP First Media. Anytime we can get on a webinar, it's a great opportunity. Um, any other questions rolling in as we're kind of wrapping up here? No, it looks like we're good to go, Chuck. Thank you so much. Of course, yeah, thank you everyone for attending and please enjoy the lunch, talk to you soon. Yes, thanks for joining today. We will be in touch regarding your lunch. We hope you enjoyed today's session and look forward to seeing you at the next event. You may now disconnect and have a great day.